Hi guys, this is a teaser of the Katie Helper Show's latest bonus episode. So if you subscribe to our Patreon, you can skip this. And if you don't, you can check it out and see if you want to subscribe. I, of course, am biased, but I think you will. It's a pretty good episode. Become Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. Again, that's patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. You'll get extended interviews and bonus interviews. And we are starting said teaser now. And Ian, thank you so much for uh, talking to us. Thank man, you so much, man. That was great. Yeah, I feel Love like you guys. Uh, Love you guys. I feel like I'm legally, I was legally blind, and now I see. Yeah, well, I like everything that. is illuminated. Little wordplay there. Everything is illuminated. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I can't keep up with you guys. That's amazing. Uh, I'm gonna you can try. I, I'm though. gonna think about that. Try. I'm gonna think about that. All right. Bye. That's a fake bye. Don't leave yet. Okay. Yeah. Believe me, yeah, guys, that that was indeed a fake buy. Not a fake buy. That sounds much more disingenuous than what it really was. We were merely pausing our main interview and saying goodbye and signing off and starting our bonus interview, which starts now and is available for the lucky, loyal listeners who supported us on Patreon, as you know, because you're listening to this. Uh, unless some really nice friend to you, not so nice to me, uh, shared the app with you. Anyway. But you know you're members of Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show, patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show, and welcome and thank you so much for listening to the Katie Helper Show. You can hear the Katie Helper Show every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on WBAI, that's 99.5 FM, WBAI.org, and you can find us on iTunes, where you can rate and review us, and on SoundCloud. And thank you so much for supporting the Katie Helper Show. This bonus episode is an extended interview with our guest, Ian Samuel, a professor of law at University of Indiana, and co-host of First Mondays, a podcast about the Supreme Court. We talk about socialism and the Supreme Court, a DSA working group that I think he should start, how he started studying law, and how he wound up clerking for Antonin Scalia. Also, why Tucker Carlson called him smooth. You can follow him on Twitter at iSamuel. Someone actually asked in the uh, when I asked for Twitter questions, Aaron, don't just vote, who uh, is Aaron Huertas, asked, I'd like to hear Ian's thoughts on how big the Supreme Court should be in his preferred method of embiggening it. Yeah. So I would say um, my ideal in my ideal world, let's say it's it's January 2021 um, and uh, we have a sort of right thinking president and a right-thinking legislature. I think the first piece of legislation you want right out of the gate is a piece of legislation that adds six seats to the Supreme Court. Uh, you can pass that as ordinary legislation. You do not have to amend the Constitution. It, it is no harder than passing any other piece of legislation. So legislation enlarging the court can just be ordinary legislation. I think the right number to add is six. And the reason is then what you would end up with, assuming that some successor to Kennedy, whether Kavanaugh or someone else is confirmed, you'd end up with 10 Democratic appointees on the Supreme Court and five Republican appointees. And by hypothesis, in this scenario, I think the Democrats would have won the popular election in like seven out of the last eight presidential elections. So if you think about it that way, five justices, which is to say one third on the Supreme Court, is actually incredibly generous uh, and is like, you know, quite high minded and fair because you know, really you could justify much smaller numbers than that. And, you know, I would fill all all six seats right away. Just pick six, you know, sort of young, smart leftists, um, get them in there, and then start with your program, right? You know, whatever it is, abolish ICE, Medicare for all, 
universal public tuition, all that stuff. Um, because otherwise, if you try to do your program first, and then it gets to the Supreme Court, and you've got this conservative majority that strikes it all down, uh, then you're really going to have a problem. And so um, I think that has to be kind of priority one, because I just don't think any left program worth its name is really going to be able to survive up there unless you do something like that. Hmm. Um, what about uh, the death penalty? That seems like, uh, is that an area where they're the, the where's the Supreme Court vis-a-vis -vis the popular opinion on that issue? Well, so the, sorry, I just the death really penalty, shifted gears. Yeah, it's it's a bit it's a big gear shift, but it's actually sort of I think it's illustrative. So yes, that's why I did it. I knew it was point, illustrative, right? Mm -hmm. you, you loved you love to illustrate. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and that is why it is so good. It is so good. So the death penalty, as a as a just a background sort of fact, that people should be aware of as a practical matter in the United States exists in like two to five states, depending on how you want to count, right? So Texas and Florida are the ones that really take it seriously. Occasionally, you get some cases out of like Alabama or Louisiana or other places in the Deep South, and then very, very rarely, you'll get a case from somewhere else. It's it's not abolished formally in these other places. Like I think California still as a formal matter has the death penalty, but they don't execute anybody and they're not really trying to. Right. And so... The reality is the death penalty in most of the United States does not exist. So the question is how to bring along the stragglers. And I think it would be very simple to put together if you had an expanded Supreme Court with 10 Democratic appointees, I think the death penalty would last another six months uh, because you know, it's, it was kind of hanging by a thread to begin with. I mean, Justice Kennedy was never all that comfortable with it, um, but he just was never willing to go, never really willing to go all the way. Right. Um, and I know I love to like bang on about popular organizing, but you know, the truth is, is that actually supervision of what punishments a court can impose, that's actually a pretty good role for the Supreme Court, uh, all things considered. And so if they just said, look, you know, no more, no more executions, that kind of gets the job done right away. And there might right. be some popular opposition to it, but it's kind of like, well, what are you really going to do about it? Um, so, uh, you know, I think that that would be a very worthy objective. And, you know, in other words, like packing the courts would literally save many lives. That are, there's no question in my mind that mm. that is true. Thanks for listening to this teaser. And if you want to hear the rest of it and find out if Ian thinks I should go to law school, among other things, Please become Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. Again, that's patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show.